Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I have some thoughts that I want to share with you today, and we're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. We had a guest lined up, but he had something come up all of a sudden, and so he will join us at another time. We haven't rescheduled just yet. And that is Mr. H with him. You know he's a new advertiser with us. I highly recommend that you order Immuno. Start using it. I think it's a great product, and uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. So, let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, you are all-powerful. All authority is given to you. Yet, your love for us is nothing short of amazing. Your grace, your mercy, and your sacrifice. Grant us thy wisdom and courage and boldness, Father. Give us the gift of discernment. Forgive us, Father, of our sins, of our shortcomings, of our cowardice. Reveal the lies and the evils that surround us. Bring us to your peace. And in all things, Father, we beg for your protection over your people, over this nation. Restore and heal our hearts and our land. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I do believe you have placed me here. But that is not that I am special. Because I believe you have placed everyone who is listening right where they are. You have a plan for each and every life. And I pray, Father, that we will listen. In Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. You know, Jesus was brought before Pilate. And this isn't Sunday school, but I have a point here. It was something that came to my mind yesterday, and I started writing and looking up definitions and such. And I thought, this morning when I was going through it, well, let's go back and look at what was said He was taken before Pilate, and the scripture says, Pilate said, Do you refuse to speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered, You have no authority over me if it were not given to you from above. There's more to that scripture. You can go back and read it if you would like. And that is out of, oh, I didn't mark it down. I share that scripture with you to emphasize the words authority given. And my question today, the title of today's show is, Who is the enemy and who is the state? Going back to the simple triangle or quadruple or whatever you call it, because it's four, God created man, so he is number one. Man created the state, so he is number two. 
The state created the federal government to organize and protect, and the state is number three. I find it a little humorous and ironic that the federal government is number four on the bottom of the totem pole, and they actually really created nothing. Well, they have managed to take authority. When theirs, their job, their authority, and their power was to be minuscule. Curacy. Curious, don't you think? Structurally, the Fed has managed to build a bureaucracy in order to limit your liberty, which they were there to guard, when in actuality their power was, their power, their authority was to be very limited. Thomas Jefferson warned us, the executive power in our government is not the only, perhaps not even the principal object of my solitude. The tyranny of the legislature is really the danger most to be feared and will continue to be so for many years to come. The tyranny of the executive power will come in its turn, but at a more distant period. Well, they don't need us. We can see that today. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care about the executive power right now other than they're using it because they have control over it. We know and we can see this tyranny today. Yet they are now calling those, we the people, who dare to quote founding fathers, use terms such as liberty or freedom, independence, etc. They're calling us enemies. They're calling us insurrectionists. Perhaps I'm only just confusing myself, but honestly, if we the people are the government, who is the enemy and who is the state? I decided to look up those definitions yesterday. And this is just meant to make us stop and make us think just a little bit at just exactly what is going on in this nation. Have you noticed that the turmoil isn't just here, though? It's global now. The term enemy of the state or enemy of the nation is a designation of the political or class opponents of the subgroup in power within a larger group. Yeah, blah, 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 right? Another definition was, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Is an ancient proverb, I liked this when I bolded it, which suggests that two parties can or should work together against a common enemy. And I immediately thought of the Republican and the Democrat Party working against we the people. So who is the enemy and who is the state? Another definition. An enemy of the state is a person accused of certain crimes against the state, such as a treason, among other things. For example, an authoritarian regime may purport to maintain national security by describing social or political descendants as enemies of the state. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, a state is a an organized political community under one government a commonwealth, a nation, or B, such a community forming part of a federal republic, ESB, the United States of America. And I quote from the Declaration of Independence, that to secure these rights, governments, the state, is instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Let's back up. 
They have no authority but that we, which we the people, have given them. A constitutional republic, not a democracy. At the risk of repeating myself, I believe this is very, very important. In a pure democracy, laws are made directly by the voting majority, leaving the rights of the minority largely unprotected. I feel that's where we are at today, even though we were established as a republic. But in a republic, it says, and this could make you think, well, now, Beth, you're just making, you know, mountains out of molehills. But listen to this. Laws are made by representatives chosen by the people and must comply with a constitution that specifically protects the rights of the minority from the will of the majority. The smallest minority on earth is the individual. Those who deny individual rights cannot claim to be defenders of minorities. That's a quote from Ayn Rand. Today, the language is for the good of the whole community, which takes away the rights of the individual. Eminent domain is just one example of the whole community once thwarting, impeding, obstructing individual rights. There are a slew of examples if you read and study Agenda 21 or Agenda 2030 or the Green New Deal or the Executive Order 14,008, I'm sorry, 14,008. The enemy here are landowners to them. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. I want you to stop and think, who is the enemy and who is the state? And what are we going to do about it? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Subpar immune system throughout the world is probably the reason COVID-19 secured such a foothold on the population. Strong immune systems help prevent sickness. If you have a weak immune system, you might consider using Immuno 150. It was formulated to strengthen immune system. Immuno 150 contains 70 plant-derived minerals and 80 other nutrients. Go to your computer and visit Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. If you don't have a computer, call 888-316-2224 for mailed information. Prepare to be surprised because Immuno 150 is effective and produces results. I urge you to try Immuno 150 if you want to improve your immune system. For more information, visit the website Immuno150.com or call 888-316-2224, 888-316-2224, You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. 
the U.S. has an unsustainable debt. And while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Caesarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So the question today is, who is the enemy and who is the state? Now, we talked about Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and Executive Order 14008. The enemy there, how the BLM and other things we could go on, is are the landowners. In these cases, it's all about control. Control of your land. Now the state if that's what you want to choose to call them, make the statement. Now, it just came from one man, but it is how they feel. Parents don't have the right to know what they are teaching their children. So who is the enemy now? The enemy are the parents, the families. So, state is who? And who is the enemy? Perhaps we the people are our own enemy. We have allowed all these absurdities, ignored the elected, expect to be lied to, and then live with it. The public education should only be run by the local government, the local community, the local people. Get the Fed out of it. Oh, but the carrot on the stick, the grants for this or that, and now we owned. We are owned by them. They have taken the authority. Quoting again Marilyn Van Savant, never before in the history of this country have citizens been so jerks around logically to the point where they have become incapable of making reasonable decisions. The situations in this nation, they're not complicated. They are absolutely corrupt. And the proverb, absolute 
Power corrupts absolutely means that whenever a person has power over the other people or things, it makes him or her corrupt. It morally destroys their nature and fills them with destructive pride. (laughs) Think about that one. However, if the person saves himself from this abuse of power, he or she is a humble person. Well, I haven't seen too many humble people in D.C. lately, have you? Returning to one of our founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson, also warned us, when once a republic is corrupted, there is no possibility of remedying any of the growing evils but by removing the corruption and restoring its lost principles. Every other correction is either useless or a brand new evil. Corruption cannot be fixed legislatively because the legislators are drunk with power. Rise up, free men and women. Restore the republic. Take back your power, your authority, and place it in the order it was designed. God, man, state, and fed the least of these. There is no temple of democracy. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the object invinces, a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. That is a quote from the Declaration of Independence. You've heard me use it before. It is your right. It's not just your right. It is your duty to throw off such government. So who is the enemy and who is the state? Think about the abuses and the usurpations, the encroachments, the the despotism, the tyranny today. Not the one that happened. Not those things that happened in 1775. But what is happening right now? Make yourself a list. As you go about your duties today, just... Just make a list, and and when you think of something, just write it down. If it pops into your head, just write it down. And ask yourself, who is the enemy and who is the state? It's interesting to me to think about things like that. Of course, we know we're always assuming that the state is, of course, the government, But in a republic, the people are the government. We just put a few people in place that are supposed to represent us. But they have become drunk with power. They say they have the authority, but just as Christ told Pilate, you have no authority but what has been given to you. Of course, that was a deity from above. Well, we're above on the totem pole. The Fed is the least of these. They were to have very, very little power over your lives. Just keep things moving smooth, right? Just put order to things. But they have caused chaos. And it is tearing not just this nation apart, but this nation, which is what everyone looks at for freedom and independence, for liberty. 
is in total chaos, so the globe is in total chaos. That's just Beth's opinion. Some of them will always be in chaos because they have no authority. They have no direction. They don't believe in Almighty God. So their morals are not there. They have none. So we go into, I have something I'm really going to share with you today. N- normally I don't do that. Well, you say that. You do it more often than you think. <laughs> Read you an article. But this article is coming from American Greatness. It's progressivism is built on a house of lies. And I think it goes right along with who is the enemy and who is the state. And it just happened that way. Because I actually printed it off a couple of days ago. This is something that... Uh, Cory Bush, a Democrat from Missouri, said, If Kyle Rittenhouse is acquitted, white supremacists can shoot at us. Now, the lie and, and what she is pushing there is obvious. If you're paying any of attention, first of all, yes, Kyle is white. He was defending himself. You're not allowed to defend yourself. You see, the state doesn't want you to defend yourself. You got that? They want to take the left, particularly. They want to take your guns away from you. They want to remove that Second Amendment. And if you are somebody who believes in the First and the Second and the Third and all those first ten amendments, then by golly, you're the enemy of the state? You're the enemy of their authority because you are their authority. So they don't like that. But Kyle didn't shoot anybody black. They were white. They were Antifa. <laughs> and they were criminals. And they were criminals. In fact, the guy he caught that he actually shot when he was defending himself that he actually killed um, was a child rapist. But you don't hear them tell you that. He didn't shoot him because he was a child rapist. He didn't know it. He didn't know when he shot him that that's what he was. He was about to kill him. He was attacking Kyle. But that's how Cory Bush looks at it. And I have some other things here. It's just amazing to me what we are putting up with. And I don't get it. Here it is. Here's a new article, and I haven't read it in its entirety, so I'm not going to share a whole lot of it with you. But the Dems are weighing this out. A pre-Christmas shutdown, a cliff to, it, it just, it makes no sense to me. Even if Congress punts this, the next deadline into the December, late December, prospects are bleak for a bipartisan government funding deal before year's end. They know that. That's why they're going to do it. You watch. You wait. But they're wanting the Republicans to bail them out again. And that's where you come in. You need to make those phone calls. You need to stand up. It is your right. It is your duty. Kyle was in a bad place that day. I don't know as a mother if I'd have allowed my 17-year-old to go there. But go there they did. And then he... And it was all chaos. It was like a war zone. They're burning down buildings. They're looting. They're they're 
writing all kinds of graffiti on walls and they're putting bricks through windows or rocks or whatever it is they were throwing. It was a war zone. And he got caught. Somebody saw him. And they ran after him. It's all on video. So why is it taking this jury so long to deliberate? I think it's because they're scared. They have been threatened. It was all over Twitter and TikTok that somebody was in there taking pictures. And I think that that was wrong. That should not have been allowed to happen. Videotape, but those jurors should be anonymous. Nobody should know who they are. But they took pictures of the jury so that they could go after them. They're scared. And it's wrong. That's not liberty. That's not justice. For Kyle or anyone else. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I've got a couple of things I want to talk to you about and a couple of things I want to just throw out there. The question today, and it wasn't for open phone lines. I've got some confusion on Facebook. Some people are upset. Well, why'd she ask the question and and she's not going to take callers? Sometimes it's just a matter of food for thought. Who is the enemy and who is the state? Because right now there's a lot going on, a lot of chaos, there's a lot of finger pointing at anyone who stands up for constitutionality, rule of law. If you voted for Trump, you're out. But when they're doing that, they're kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater because not everybody voted for Trump that wants freedom and liberty and believes in the Constitution. Well, Rittenhouse's defense, as you know, they're going to, they're trying to seek a mistrial because of a key video that was not allowed in, withheld by the prosecution. It was a clearer version, a clearer vision of what actually took place in that chaos that night without any question. Now, this is something we haven't heard about for a long time, and I did want to bring this to you because I'm not sure if you'll hear, hear about it or not on the, on the mainstream, lamestream media. But lawsuit claims that the nearby construction caused the Surfside condo collapse. Now, remember in Florida when that condo collapsed? And we lost so many people. It was just horrific. But they says the older building was in need of reach of repairs, but it wouldn't have collapsed had it not been for some of the construction that was going not too far, but next door with a new high rise. So this will be interesting that you know everything's a lawsuit. We have lawyers everywhere, but where are they for the ones in D.C. jail? Where are they? You know, this is this is a quote from Matt Walsh, and then we're going to move on. This is, uh, if the government surrenders your community to the mob and allows it to descend into anarchy and ruin, you are not under any moral obligation to sit back and watch it happen. 
that's what they, that's what he shouldn't have been there, people say about Rittenhouse. He shouldn't have been there. But he was there to protect. And it's a false derangement to believe that he should not have had, should not have been there to protect and that he should not have defended himself. And the fact that he took a gun takes away his right to defend himself. This is the left logic. This is the the babies of today who don't understand liberty and freedom. They don't understand independence. That doesn't mean we're going to turn into the old west and start toting our guns and shooting people down the street. That's not what I'm talking about. But when we get into this article here, I think you'll understand. This is written by John Conlon. He says, wherever you find conflict, you very likely will find progressive people passionately believing in things that simply aren't true. If you pull back from the various progressive arguments pushed by the I believe in science crowd, you may be shocked to discover most of them are based on things which simply aren't factual at all. They're not even true. The poison of critical race theory, I'm going to key in on that word theory, is just an illusion built on racism and topped off with a heaping portion of bigotry. For example, as a scientific fact, race is not an essential component of human character. Black race, white race, Asian race. It is all based on superficial appearance, classifying individuals as people of color because of what they look like is about as racist as anything could be. It is the definition of racism. CRT advocates will say race is social construct, construct, not a physical reality. But then they build an entire belief system around this, and it is as if black and white were about the only reality that exists. In truth, only individuals exist, unlike these artificially constructed groups which are abstractions. Yet supposedly intelligent people act as though the act of classifying based on this or that trait somehow makes the resulting group a real physical reality. They are Incorrect, he says. These ideas only exist in the other. I don't say this from some, we're all brothers, so let's hold hands and sing kumbaya feeling. My feelings have no impact on facts and reality. Now, if you notice, facts and reality are not part of the liberal logic. They're just not. He says, yes, we all came from the same place. We didn't just pop up from under a cabbage leaf, but so, and we are more like our close ancestors, like mom and dad, than like people with different ancestors. This is the stuff of middle class biology. You remember middle class biology? Do you remember that? Did you take, Rudy doesn't remember going to class. (laughs) Rudy must have skipped a few times. But in no way... Did a, do a handful of visible physical traits create substantially different, unique races of humans? Unfortunately, 
Conservatism has also been caught up in this illusion and perpetuates the destructive myth. He goes into some stuff that's pretty interesting here, I thought. We need to end the racist classification of individuals based on just a handful of physical traits. Doing so only leads to more problems because the foundation, it isn't true. Ask the purveyors of this falsehood to describe the black and white races. What common characteristics do all black people have? How about all white people? What key feature features are different between the so-called races? If something is in the blood, then please explain what it is. It must be genetic, yet the Human Genome Project found there are no different races of humans, just one, the human race. Again, this isn't based on some warm, fuzzy, wishful thinking, but on the scientific results of decoding the entire human genome, the genetic blueprint of being a human. I thought that was extremely interesting. Yet we continue to focus on this faction, he said, to the detriment of all. Or how about transgender rights? You remember, we've talked about biology with that, Rudy. We've talked about the biology, you know, your biological male or biological female, but they decide there's something else. It doesn't matter what you do to your body. If they draw blood or take whatever sample they have for DNA, you're still going to be what you were at birth. That is what you're going to be. But he says, again, the science in this, talking about transgender, in this is very clear. There is no such thing as a transgendered individual. There are no more real than, they, they are no more real than unicorns, he says. Obviously, these individuals who call themselves that have the same rights as you and as me but they do not require transgender rights separate, since the basic feature doesn't, in fact, exist in reality. In other words, we're equal. They have a different idea of who they are, but we are equal as individuals, human. Again, even conservatives are caught up in this, re in this game, he said, acting as though these things are real. It's time to end the parroting of this illusion, and then, perhaps, we can make progress with these poor souls who experience this poor mental condition, and that's what it is. We're just enabling them. We're not helping them. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Who is the state, and who is the enemy? An enemy will lie to you every time. But who gives the authority to the state? <laughs> Perhaps we are our own enemy. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. 
gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled, and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I've finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. 
we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm sharing you this article. It is progressivism is built on a house of lies. That is all we're hearing these days is lies, lies, lies. And you can't even trust the sacred right because they said Baruski too. <laughs> they do. They do what? They said Baruski. There are Fibaruskis. They fib. Okay. <laughs> well, you missed a biology class. I think that was in. No, that was in language class. Okay. All right. So he goes on in this article. We're about done with it. Bear with me. Take another sip of coffee. We were talking about the transgenderism, how it's not different. They don't deserve different rights than you, but the same. He says, or how about the very idea of government? People speak and act as though government is real. Physical phenomena, the act and emotes a part of from the people who compose it. You see why I chose this article? <laughs> it does this. It does that. It is almost godlike in its power, this thing we call government. Say state. And he goes, bull. We used to say bull feathers or bull hockey because we couldn't say the other word. He says bull, not the other word. Government is no more real than a corporation. Now, if you remember, not too many years ago, it's been since I've been here, and I've been here 11 years about, that um, the Supreme Court designated corporations as individuals, as a person, as a person. Do you ever wonder why they did that? So we'll go on. He says, both are legal factions, artificial entities, created by law and staffed by people no better, no smarter, or possessed of more wisdom or more standing than you or me. He says, speaking, <laughs> got to turn page, speaking and acting as though government is physical reality prior to our individual existence only leads to more decision-making. How about taxation and wealth creation? If a country could tax its way to prosperity, would there be a poor country? <laughs> Yet many believe it is possible against all evidence, against all science of economy. You cannot tax yourself into wealth. He said, look about, look around. Wherever you find conflict, you very likely will find progressive people passionately believing in things that simply are not true. The patriarch, the patriarchy, what the hell does that even mean? Think about that. And we haven't talked, and we have, and we aren't talking about true as if a philosophical belief but true as in scientific, reality-based fact. He ends with, the childishness is detrimental. He says, this childishness is detrimental at an individual level by a catastrophic when societies engage in it. Think about that. To to. 
to base everything on a lie. If you build your house on sinking sand, guess what's going to happen to it? It's going to sink. If we want to end a great deal of cultural friction, we must jettison the falsehoods so many hold so dear. Sadly, I won't be holding my breath, he said. We are putting up with lies. Cori Bush, what she said about Rittenhouse is a lie. Where do they come up with this stuff? Just out of thin air. Well, Satan, that's all he is. It's a liar. They aren't following God. They've made that very clear. They, they've pushed him out of their convention. The Democrat Party will not follow God. Oh, they say, well, I go to the Catholic Church or I go to this church. That doesn't do anything for me. It's how you live your life. God is first. The people are second. The state is third. And the federal government is fourth. Man is, the authority over man is God. The authority over the state and over the federal government is man. You, me, man and woman, we should say that. Because one of us did go to biology class. You know, I'm giving him a hard time. Because I know he's much smarter than me book-wise. He, he's got it on me all, all, all I, I, over the place. But I have a queasy stomach. I couldn't take the frog thing. Oh, we, I didn't. I got out of all that. I didn't have to do any of that. Well, good grief. Well, I, I only took the basics. I didn't have to cut up anything. <laughs> I looked at it in pictures. I had children later. I got over that queasy stomach with blood and all. I bet you did. The <laughs> sight of blood still makes me faint. Especially my own. <laughs> I'm glad you're not a doctor or a surgeon or anything. Nobody would ever survive. You know, we kid a lot around here. We have to have some sense of humor. We wouldn't survive. But who is the enemy and who is the state? They are standing up there in D.C. judging you, the American people, as if they have authority over us. But they have no authority but what we have given to them. And they have, unfortunately, unfortunately, a little extra thing there. Maybe I'm doing my Kamala thing. Unfortunately, they have managed to seize more authority than has been given to them. And now they took, they take their time and they look down their noses at us, the people, and they say, you are insurrectionists, you peasants. How dare you question our authority? How dare you say you want freedom or independence? Well, it really makes them angry if you quote that they only get their powers from the governed. The state receives its power from the people. It does not have power over you. It does not have authority over you. Does that make sense to you? So when they tell you you are the enemy of the state, <laughs> who is the state and who is the enemy? 
And since we keep electing these goofballs and putting them in place, I mean, think about it. What has Pelosi done to better this country in the 102 years that she's been on Congress? <laughs> we've, we've been very good to her. She can afford all kinds of facelifts and physical help. But what has she really done? And what has Joe Biden really done? I think yesterday I asked to stop and think about what has this current administration done to make life better since inauguration in January? Nothing. In fact, it's gone the opposite direction. It really is up to us. We are the state. We are the people. And it is up to us to put authority where it belongs and bring America home. Home! Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the Temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.